guys, and welcome to another edition of Surviving the Badge. Let's jump John is, John is not here because he's yeah. on his anniversary. Yay, John! Unfortunately, John couldn't make us. Happy anniversary, Happy anniversary to John. you and Ruth. Salute. There we go. So I want to thank my sponsors. I'm going to go out of the, and then we'll get into the other uh, beer moment here in just a minute. I want to thank Kenny's um, Grocery in Orange City, right off Volusia Avenue. Kenny's is a great little um, grocery store, and I'm telling you, they have more selection of craft beer than you can shake a stick at. I mean, it's unbelievable the selection they have. They're one of our sponsors. They're going to allow us to... Uh, Get some beer from them and try it out and host it on the show. Thank you, Kenny's. We are really appreciate it. If you're looking for different beers, if you're looking for German beers, Australian beers, Netherlands beers, whatever beers you want, Kenny's is the place. It, it looks this big from the outside, but once you go in, there's a billion beers. It'll take an hour to pick. And all your beer. local beers. Absolutely. All from all over Florida. It's, it's amazing. Thank All you, right, our next sponsor um, is close to my heart because it's um, who I work for. Um, my best friend owns the company, and uh, it's CNR Constructors right here. CNR Constructors, they are a general contractor, and they do uh, commercial build-outs, um, home remodels, and they have a service division that takes care of uh, commercial service for all of your commercial service needs. Great company to work for, and thank you for your sponsor for the show. We really appreciate it. CNR Constructors, thank you. All right, and on with the show. Ronnie, why are, why are you wearing pink today? We didn't do beer moment. I'm sorry. But I'm going to answer your question because it it's October. Oh, it's Breast, breast Cancer, cancer awareness. awareness. That's I right. Gotcha. So Breast Cancer Awareness to all of you that are going through or have been through some type of breast cancer um, issues within your family or yourself. Our prayers are with you, and we fully support Breast Cancer, breast cancer Awareness Month. Save the boobies, right? I is, that what, is, is that what they say? Save the tatas. Save the tatas. Save the tatas, yes. Sorry, I jumped ahead of your beer moment. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's okay. All right, beer moment brought to you by Kenny's. Yay. This is the Sailfish Brewing Company. And they are out of Fort Pierce, Florida. This is what she, what she looks like. I don't know if you can get an eyeball on that. Yeah, you can. Sailfish. See the sailfish on there? And the one we are trying tonight is called White Marlin Wit. White Marlin Wit. That sounds good. It does. It is our own take on a classic Belgian-style oh, Belgian wit beer. Uh, we brew this beer with coriander, coriander, sorry, white pepper, and fresh hand-squeezed oranges. Interesting, white pepper. Mm. All right, let's give it a shot. Let's try it. I'm not a big fan of coriander, um, but, you know, we'll see. It is normal yeah, smell. Yeah, You can definitely taste the coriander. Um, I, it's almost, to me, it's almost like a... It's like a IPA wannabe. Um, Ooh, I don't think so. No, no, it ain't got that hoppy shit. It does. It, it almost tastes. It almost tastes orange, like an orange peel too. It I almost tastes like a spicy blue moon. Like yeah, like a uh, fat tire. Yeah, yeah. You know? that, that first taste I had some IPA, but now the second one must have been mixed with the bourbon. Um, I like it. Damn, I, I like that. I would give this uh, a solid uh, six and a half, I think. 
I'm going to give it a seven and a half. All right. So that there is, we have it. That is Sailfish White Marlin Wit from Kenny's out of Fort Pierce, Florida. Okay. So let's move right along. And you have I, some news for us, unfortunate news. So every, um, uh, go ahead. Every, uh, every episode we talk about fallen officers since the past episode. And we've lost 12, uh, 20 officers in the United States since... September 24th, when we did our last episode, uh, that's 340 for the year. When I gave you the numbers for gun gunfire related and auto related, they were on decrease increase, and that's still trending upward. Gunfire is up 22 percent, and death by automobile accident is or automobile related is up 47 percent. Automobile could be a crash or could be uh, an assault by a, a vehicle. It's Run a, over by it or correct. whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, since the 24th, we've had 14 COVID-related deaths, uh, four from gunfire and uh, two related uh, to vehicle. One was a crash and one was struck by a vehicle. Have you noticed that, unfortunately, we are most of, or well, I don't know about most. I can't say most, but a lot of our COVID deaths are coming from our... Um, ones that were working in the jails a lot you know i i did not look i was i did not look at the the agencies but that makes sense the ones i see keep popping up yeah in the news and all okay and it could just be you know because what? they drew my attention maybe you know but you're right because i do see sheriffs and i and because our sheriffs are different in florida than a lot of other states right and i don't i don't relate that's true to, immediately that sheriffs and jails but that's yeah true. I think that's uh i think that's a good point uh so that's uh, officer. We have not lost any canines in that time, so that's good. Uh, today we're going to talk about guns and shootings in schools. I currently teach at a high school, and it is definitely on our mind all the time. We are re required to do a uh, a lockdown drill and a yeah. active shooter drill every single month. Oh and, wow! Yeah, every, just just like you remember, I didn't remember, it remember was the, that often. Remember the fire drills? Oh yeah. And now they're they're saying even when we do fire drills, do not leave the building when the fire alarm goes off. And we and you have to because in the past a lot of the shooters were pulling the fire alarm. Oh, to, that's to true. Pull victims out that's of the true. schools. Yes, they were. So we had to we had to stop put put a stop to that. Wow. Yeah. And speaking of school shootings, there was a school shooting in uh, Arlington, Texas. Yes, there was. Was it Wednesday? Last Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, 10 6. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Arlington High School, or it's uh, Timberview uh, uh, High School in Arlington. Four yes. people were injured. There was no deaths. Thank goodness. Thank God. Uh, they didn't, as of right now, they did not charge the individual with attempted murder, but two, four counts. I have two, but uh, four, four counts. counts of assault. Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and the guy and and the kid he was eighteen is already out on bond, like a day later, seventy five thousand dollar bond. So this it says it started between two students. I did not do any investigation on this, so it doesn't sound like your typical like mass shooting where yeah. somebody comes in from you know outside and mows down a bunch. Right, of people, right. So. It was it was probably you know a beef between students. Yeah, in the parking lot or wherever. Yeah. yeah. And we, we don't know the whole story, but I'm sure there's obviously a, a bunch left that we don't we don't know. Isn't that yet. crazy how we just go, yeah, okay, well it wasn't a mass shooting. <laughs> right now I mean well I fifty I, years ago. Fifty years ago. Like when you were 20. You would have said a school shut up. <laughs> you would have said a school shooting 
And it would have been world news, dude. Right. World, well, as far as the news could travel back then. Right. But it would have been national news anyway. Absolutely. You, you would have had freaking trucks from everywhere. Yep. It, it's insane. It, 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 it's, it is pretty it's commonplace just, it, now. It's insane. But I did some research when I was teaching at another school. And the first school shooting goes back all the way back to the 1700s where a kid came in with a flintlock rifle and shot his teacher. So it's not really? it's not a new phenomenon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And I and I spin on it. Put it out. <laughs> That's funny. I, uh, I I encourage our audience and everybody listening to be careful of some of the statistics. Oh my gosh, there's a billion school shootings. If the school is closed and somebody drives onto school campus and shoots themselves, that is. Statistically and considered a school shooting. Yeah. So we have to be careful, you know, about about all the statistics can be whatever you want them to be. So just be careful what. what There's you a see. whole other topic on statistics and shootings, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like officers yeah. shooting mm-hmm. black men and and yeah. yeah. We'll go into that in another show, but you can see how the statistics get so warped yep. in in different categories. Absolutely. It's crazy. Absolutely. Crazy. Um, so, um, are we going into that? Yep, you're, yeah, you're up. Okay. And then I'll, I'll come back after yours. And talk okay, about that's what I was going to yep. say because you had the other. Okay. Yep. So, what I wanted to talk about, guys, is is surviving the batch. Okay? I know that's our that title. That familiar. It does. <laughs> we still got your six. Oh, you all noticed the new banner? Yeah, it's been replaced. The, the flag is over there. We didn't get rid of it. It's over there. It says retired on it. But we finally got our new banner on the wall here. I love it. it Where did it you get really that good. banner? I got that at T Public. What? Which is our site for our merchandise. Yes. If you're interested in some, uh, shall I do the vanna? Yeah. Shameless plug here. If you're interested in some <laughs> surviving the badge merch, you can go on our uh, Facebook page, Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. It's right there too, and get some surviving the badge merch. Yeah. It's so, crazy. I'm sorry. No, that's great. Okay, so I just wanted to kind of go over a little bit about actually surviving the badge, both while you're working and, you know, when you, after your words and you're retired and this and that, but mostly while you're working. Because um, I think in the next show we're going to talk about, you know, Camille's going to talk a little bit about, you know, after you're retired. So I, I just wrote down some key points that worked for me while I was um, doing this. And it is number one, or, or it says, so how does a cop survive the badge while wearing it? Number one, keep your eyes open and your head on the swivel. Obviously, that's number one. Can't go out here if you're overtired, you're about to fall asleep, you know, you're taking cold medicine and everything else, and expect to go out here and perform at 100%. Guys, if you're not 100% when you put the badge on and the uniform on and leave for work, you need to call somebody and say, look, I am not 100%. I'm sick. I'm tired. I got no sleep. Yeah, your boss is going to be pissed, especially if you're shorthanded. But you know what? When you come home or you stay home and you were able to be home with your family, that's all that matters. And I think that, you know, the boss will get over it. So, And, and, and one of the bad things in Florida is we don't have partners in, in Florida police cars. We have cars. 
unless you're in training, there's no partners. There isn't. And and you know you you're feeling bad, or you're in a on a Sunday at three o'clock in the morning, uh, and it's it's dead. But you never know when the fecal matter might hit the oscillator. Absolutely. And and the hardest thing is to to fight that sleep. I've known plenty of officers who would just find a, a spot and sleep, and that's that's all bad. That's not, no bueno. All right, so number two, um, keep your mouth shut and stay active on the job. Let what you do speak for itself. You don't have to walk around the station or the barracks or wherever you work going, oh, did you see I got, you know, 22 drunks last month or last year. Nobody hates, nobody likes a braggart. Nobody likes an ass kiss, and nobody likes somebody that every time you talk to them, they've got to blow themselves up all over the place, okay? Go out there, keep this shut, do your job, speak when spoken to, and I'm talking about from the administration and, you know, the sergeants and or lieutenants or whatever. I'm not talking about your fellow officers. I'm talking about the administration. Do your job. Let your actions as a police officer speak for themselves. And hopefully they're speaking volumes about how good of a police officer you are. So, so Ronnie, you were uh, a sergeant and lieutenant for what, 25 20, of your 22 30? years. All right, so 22 years. You, you're not dumb. You can see who's just going in and doing the job. And, oh, and absolutely. kicking ass and taking names, as opposed to somebody who, like you said, hey, you know. And let me tell you something. I had several people that were the, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? And then you look at their look stats, and they suck. Right. You know, they suck. You had occasionally, once in a blue moon, a guy that was out busting his ass, and then, hey, look at me. Hey, how's it going, LT? And those, they drove me crazy. Right. <laughs> and they drove me freaking insane. Right. So before promotion, before I gave somebody a new position, you know, of, of, that they wanted or whatever, and we posted it, and we had candidates or whatever, and they weren't scored. Uh, sorry, guys, I'm using my phone here for the uh, for the camera. <laughs> Forgot to shut that it's off. Trial and error. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before you know, we if we would do anything like that. I would pull their stats. Right. To me, that was the measure of. What is this guy capable of? What has he been doing? What kind of experience does he or she have? Right. Not, hey, did you hear I had uh, 10 drunks last, last year? But they hadn't made any other arrests. Right. Okay, well, you're great for a traffic position, but you ain't worth a crap for nothing else. So Now, and you, and you would use them for that, right? I mean, use well, your if, resources. If they were. Yeah. And, you know, if I they mean, were good for traffic. If they were good, and if they were a good cop. Right. All right. This, um, the well, next, let's, let's talk about that a little further. Would you meet with them and say, listen? Oh, if it got so bad where it just it was like this all the time, yeah, absolutely. Right. Hey, come here. Close the door. Right. Shut up. <laughs> that's what I used to tell them. <laughs> it was just my way of management. And anybody that's watching that worked under me will tell you. I just look at them and say, shut up. Right. I'm tired of hearing how well you've done. And I know what you're doing. Right. I see what you're doing. The administration sees what you're doing. Shut up. You're ruining... All this good work you're doing by doing this. Yeah. So keep your damn mouth shut and go to do your job. And, 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 um, oh shit, I lost it. I'm old. The next point would be <laughs> attend as many training classes as your agency will allow. So every time, you know, you see, if you want to be an investigator, every time you see a property 
crimes class, uh, an investigator's class, something like that. Sometimes they won't let you go because it's not your forte right then. You're in patrol. Why do you want to go to investigator's class? You've only been here a year. Guys, you got to realize you got to be there a few years before they're going to let you take these, you know, big time advanced classes. So don't run right in there and say you want to go to homicide school. All right, it's it's not going to happen your first year or two. So, but when you do have when you do have a couple years in, you start putting in for those things, and and the brass knows. Okay, I see what he's doing. I see his interest. Like I never put in for a traffic homicide school, right? Ever, right? But I would put in for crime scene investigation. Absolutely. Um, uh, uh, interviews and interrogation. Advanced interviews and interrogations. So they're just like, okay, we see where Long wants to go. And that gives the yep. ad- admin and yep. the brass a, a, a gauge as to who wants to do what. And then you've got the officers. You don't go to any schools at all. Right, right, absolutely. Right. Never, nothing. Yeah. Except for the ones they have to go to. have to go to, right. So try to put it in for me as class. Here, here's one, another big one. Find a good partner or partners and stick with them. If they're a good cop and they're doing a good job and you two work well together, man, team up and stick with them. Have their back. They'll have yours and and work your career together. I did that with two or three. Unfortunately, I promoted and then the guys that were my partners, they were now under me. And But I still work great with them. Most of the guys that I supervised are still very close friends of mine. We hang out. Um, I mean, And if we can't hang out... We talk, we're on Facebook together, whatever. And uh, so find you a good partner, stick with, or partners, stick with them and go out here. It makes the job a hell of a lot more enjoyable. I, I, looked, got somebody I looked out it. and got two from my first agency. Uh, uh, Todd, Pat, I would, I, 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 and would, you guys, I would, I would trust both of them with my life. And, and you and guys I did. always did a great job. Right. Always. Yeah. It was a great partnership. It was awesome. All right, don't come. Here's another big one. Don't come home and tell the gruesome war stories to your family. Please don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. And here's why. They already worry about you being out here on the job and doing what you're doing and dealing with these, you know, scumbags and everything else. They already worry sick about you every time you walk out that door, especially nowadays. They don't need you to come home and tell them, oh, yeah, I got shot at three times tonight. And, you know, I had to shoot two guys and wrestled and beat and punched and, you know, I got my ass beat. They don't need to hear that. That's for the bar like this with your partners and your buddies and whatever else. Or if you want to impress a girl or whatever, that's not for your family to hear, okay? You want to come home and tell them the funny shit or the crazy stupid shit that happened? That's you know, the good stuff. That's right. the good stuff, and that makes them think like, you know, okay, it's not that bad. Don't come home and tell those gruesome war stories. I'm telling you, that's a big mistake. My wife, I point in there because she's in the other room, she would hear something from one of the other wives, and she'd be like, well, why didn't you tell me that? Because you didn't have a need to know. What does that mean? You didn't need to know that. And why they told their wife that, I still don't have a damn clue. I mean, I had guys that would tell their wives freaking everything that happened on the job. And I'm like, you're an idiot. So just don't do that, guys. I'm there, there, you. There, there are some things that you, and I, and I can't speak for everybody. I, I can't speak for you. But I know I've seen some things that I've pushed down and 
it's like a lockbox. Oh yeah. And when you start talking about them, uh, you open that lockbox and you're like, oh shit, you know what? I need to close that back up. I have students who say, hey, what's the worst thing you've ever seen, Mr. Long? And I'm not going to tell them because I've seen seen some things that I, I do not. And so I tell them the funny stuff, like when I thought an old lady was dead and I went into take her pulse and she woke up and screamed and then I screamed. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's just certain things that you have to kind of keep to yourself, unfortunately. And I, when we sit around and I, I shoot the shit with Ronnie, I release some of that, like, uh, like two teen suicides. Those are, those are horrible. And I don't come home and say, Hey, uh, uh, had a 15 year old hang himself today. Or jump off a bridge. Yeah. We don't talk about that. It's yeah. going to be all over the freaking news anyway. Right. They jumped off a bridge. They didn't hear from me. Yeah. All right. Couple more, and then we're going to move on because we're kind of running out of time. Because tonight we're we're doing a, a shorter shows, and then we'll take a break, and then we're going to do a second show. Um, it's just a little easier for us to do that in the, in the uh, promotion part of it. All right, here's another big one: start a savings plan as soon as possible. I know a lot of cops that go through it. Oh, I got a great retirement. I'll just rely on that. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no sir. Some will happen or whatever and you'll get down there and you won't be able to do the drop for whatever reason you'll get screwed out of your 300 or 400 thousand dollars that you think you were going to make in the drop program or something will happen start a 457 john went and got with every single rookie that came to work for us and told every single one of them guys start a 457 a deferred comp put as much money as you can afford to put in that i don't care if it's ten dollars twenty dollars a hundred dollars put something in there every single paycheck and in 20 years you'll have that plus the drop if you get ready to do the drop and you won't have to work again when you finally get out of this job in 20 or 25 or 30 years you'll be set and you'll be able to just do your hobbies and just work part-time to keep yourself busy like i'm doing don't i mean please start a savings plan of some kind right after you start this job or as soon as you're able. The second most important conversation I had with my kids besides the birds and the bees was compound interest. Absolutely. It how works. Does, how does an IRA and all that work? And, and they're like, what? One of the last things, stay true to yourself. Learn a hobby. Learn it now. Figure out a hobby, what you like, woodworking, fishing, doing podcasts, you know, whatever it is. Find it out now. Or, or many years before you retire, because when you retire, it's a little late to go and try and find a hobby, you know? So try to find something to do. It keeps your mind busy and you can shut that job off and you can do your hobby and it'll make you a much more, a stronger person up here when you're out there because you're not letting this job eat you 24 seven. All right, stay, last one, most important. Stay away from politics. Stay the hell away from them. Don't get involved in politics. When you're a patrolman, a sergeant, a lieutenant, a captain, sure, when you get to be chief, sheriff, under sheriff, you know, deputy chief. Those are political positions. You're going to have to be in politics, okay? And that's why you see them go from dark hair, the color of this bar, to freaking white hair in three to four years is because of the stress. When you're a patrolman, a sergeant, whatever, stay the hell out of politics. Don't get involved in it. They will destroy you. They'll destroy your job, and your career will just go. <clears throat> so stay out of them. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta not let that internal conflict bother you. Just like you gotta let 
the the crap from the road bother you? They're they're, they're both going to be attacking your psyche, yep. internally and, uh, and and externally. So you you got you got to avoid that. All right, those are those are really good. I uh, those I mean. God, those are really good. So right. some really good things. Let's um, go over guns in schools. That's what we have down yep. here. So um, we only got like eh, about right. ten minutes. Okay, I can I can do this in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so we took a lot of crap here. Right, for 30 now, seconds. Well, I can, we, we, we can skip some of this. So uh, after the, the Stoneman Douglas shooting, there was a lot of uh, talk about arming teachers. And like I said, I, I te you know I teach at a high school, and I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm a retired cop. But I don't want to carry a gun. I, 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 I just, I want, that's, that's my first career, and I loved it. It was the greatest thing. Now I'm enjoying the hell out of teaching. I don't want to carry a gun. I don't want to, and the thing is, if I were a teacher when I was younger, I would be running after fights. Yeah. I let admin take care of that. I'm not running into fights where a 16-year-old is, you know, going to kick my ass. And uh, so... But back on, on, I don't want to carry a gun, and I don't think teachers should carry a gun. I, I thought, a lot of people are like, oh, teachers, we could teach. Nah, it's just, it, I don't think it's a good idea. Um, what do you think? I think that if they are ex-military, former military, whatever, right. former police officers, um, I think if they are, you know, obviously the background checks, everything else, and they are comfortable carrying a, a firearm of some kind. I don't think every teacher in every classroom should have one, but I think we should designate several people in that school. Like, we, a, like a block area. If we can get them. Like, you know, you've got um, Joe Blow from fifth grade, and he's he was in the military for nine years or whatever, and now he wants to be a teacher. Okay, if he wants, if he's okay with carrying a gun, let him carry a gun. Or you would know. we, or would we have a gun in a classroom biometrically? No, I think it'd take too long to get to that. I think it would be, I don't, personally, I, right. I just don't think it'd be effective. But um, you know, I think that this guardian program that they're doing, right? So yeah, the Florida, Florida has has decided on we have either the option of uh, SROs, school resource officers. Uh, private security or guardians. My school has guardians. I think all of Volusia County, uh, Orange County, Seminole County have have guardians, and and they they have no arrest authority, but they have to go through background. They have to go psychological drug. Right. 144 hours of training. 132 of that is firearms training, and then 12 hours of diversity training. Always have to have diversity training, of course. Uh, and then like. Uh, I, I know in the school I teach, they wear black and yellow, so they stand out. And all they do, they don't do anything else but be ready. Now, I, that would drive me crazy. I couldn't just sit sit or stand or walk around for right. eight hours a day. But that is what a lot of uh, schools have gone to. But And most of them are either retired. Yes. Uh, law enforcement. Or, or, or military. Or retired military. Mm -hmm. Or something like that, right. and this is their second gig, right? And know? we and they love it. Where I teach, we're lucky. We have both an SRO and a yeah. guardian. Yeah, because you're high school. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, yeah my wife. I'm not school, sure about elementary or middle. School. My wife's school just has a guardian. Okay, but he's armed. Okay, and he's right. a former police officer. Right, and has the military also. And I think it's a great idea. It's unfortunate we have to have this shit. Right, and I think <laughs> let me let me go back when I said. That if he is former 
It's he or she, and I apologize if I didn't say he or she. Damn, you're such a misogynist. I know. It's it's he. I do like massages. I really do. <laughs> um, he or she are, um, you know, anyway, it could be he or she. I apologize if I didn't make that clear. All right. So, so some of the issues with Guardians, though, I I, 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 start, I, I started heading down a rabbit hole with these Guardians, and I found that in the state of Florida, there's been some issues with Guardians. In 2019, a Pinellas County Guardian was arrested for pawning his, uh, his, firearm. his firearm and his body armor. Whoopsie. And then in Clay County, we had one arrested for cocaine charges. Yeah, so he had it in his car. Oh my God! <laughs> on campus, campus, on campus, and I don't know if you know the law, but any persons, lockers, vehicles on campus are subject to search uh, with without a warrant, without anything. All a canine has to do is walk by and go, <laughs> and that's it. You're done. Yep. So he, uh, yeah, the, the, the canine found the dog. And then there was other incidents. Canine found the dog? Canine found the, the <laughs> dog. There was, a, there was a case where a, a guardian was practicing their quick draw in the mirror and oh. then shot a hole in the mirror on school grounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. um, there was another incident where uh, in Florida, a, another guardian went into the bathroom and filmed a nude video of themselves. For their spouse, so there are problems with with everything. Nothing's nothing's perfect. It's just what the, well, that's the world true. we have right now. We had some comments here. Reese Williams uh, writes in that two most notable U.S. school shootings in the early '70s were the Jackson State killings in May of 1970, where police opened fire on the campus of Jackson State University. Um, and it says, and the Kent State shootings yeah. also in May State, 1970, yeah. where the National Guard opened fire on the campus of Kent. I don't know what they mean by open fire. Did the National Guard just pull up there and open fire on a bunch of students? You know, I, I don't remember the all of the, the, the details of Kent State. Now, in my lifetime, I know that Columbine was a, a turning point because Columbine... For anybody who was in law enforcement in the 80s and 90s, it changed everything about the way we trained. Everything was wait for SWAT, wait for SWAT, wait for SWAT. Not so, anymore. So Columbine, that the officers were there and they waited for SWAT. In the meantime, those a-holes were in the school shooting uh, teachers and students. We're like, okay, we got to do something about that. If you've got a few guys, you got a couple of guys, you're going in. And you're only going after the shooter. You're stepping over wounded people. You're passing yeah, wounded people sure. to take out the threat. So yep. that's that's how it's and changed. Then they started, and then they started bringing a fire uh, rescue crew in. Okay. And they would come in behind the initial insertion of law enforcement. Okay. And they would come in and have uh, law enforcement with them. They'd be wearing vests and all. So as you were stepping over the victims and you cleared this hallway, they could then they would them. come in, grab the victims, rapidly exactly. escort them out of the building, triage whatever, right, right. back in. You know, so okay. it, it's evolving, evolving all the time, Absolutely. and it's a great thing. And like it I really said is. earlier, with the, the the not leaving with the fire fire drill and everything. Yeah, absolutely. So to wrap up tonight, we're going to take some calls. If if people want to call, it's uh, once again it's three two one. 
Again, I'll give that number again. I sound like a radio. Should I do my radio voice? Oh, uh, yes, it's uh, 321-800. That's not a good radio voice. No, and I just put it, okay. put it in the comments <laughs> 321-800-8384 if you want to call, and we'll, uh, we'll try this, see if it works. Um, let us know what you think about any of the topics. If you want to add some uh, advice to, to Ronnie's uh, advice, which we're... We're pretty spot on. If you want to talk about an experience with a, an SRO or a guardian that you know, we'll we'll leave this open for a few minutes. Yeah, I while we do that, um, Chase Dunlap popped in and said, "Been loving the comment or content, guys. I have been streaming the shows on Spotify." Hey, hey. by the way, we are on Spotify, and uh, it is basically um, a podcast. It's audio only, so you ain't got to look at these ugly mugs. Um, I do have a face for radio. I mean, oh, me too. So yeah, uh, Spotify and Apple uh, Podcasts. Uh, you can find it just pretty much through everywhere. Anchor. Yeah, yeah, it's through everywhere. Uh, Tim Woods, um, good friend of mine, uh, was a trooper for a long time. He said, "What's up, guys?" And he says, "I was a great cop." <laughs> talking about he, well, when I was talking the, about talking about the yourself. Thing, the thing is, what I was going to say earlier is, I don't see a problem with. If you make a good bust, high fiving, hey Sarge, oh, absolutely, you know, a little absolutely. bit of crowing, absolutely, and then go back to work and make another good bust. But to walk around for the next two days telling everybody how much you did, how much right. you did this, I'm, absolutely, dude, everybody gets tired of hearing that shit. Oh, you know, okay, dude, yeah, well, yeah. I've made like thirty-eight of those, so move on. <laughs> you know, we've already high fived you. Good job. Good, good, good. And good what job. I did, if it good was job. a good arrest, if it was a good felony arrest, a good drug arrest, you know. Uh, the guy was drunker and, you know, Cooter Brown, as we say, whatever. <laughs> and when I, and I saw it come through, I would send him an email. Hey, man, great job on right. that arrest. Yeah. You know, good job. Um, keep well, it up. A little whatever. Ronnie Graham. Yeah, but if it was a freaking, you know, a pop the guy for a suspended deal or a pop the guy for, you know, two two grams of weed or something like that, I'm going back in the day, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, at least you got him wait, off the street. Wait, wait, you mean not everybody gets a trophy? <laughs> no. No. Um, I remember our old chief used to, he used to handwrite, it was a little piece of paper, hey, and, and, and you, you, you wouldn't even know that the chief knew that you, that he, you wouldn't know that he knew what you did, but it would throw in your mailbox, hey, great job on that arrest the yeah. other day, and just, throw, he wouldn't hand it to you, No, he'd just throw it in your mailbox. That was cool as hell. I thought it was good, and you know what, I, I it was funny because you would have some cops say, oh, what, what the hell is this? They wouldn't throw it away. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they would be all like, oh, go home in their little file. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, a little attaboy gram. Well, I guess nobody wants to call us. So uh, that's all right. Listen, guys, um, this obviously is going to be on YouTube. If you're listening to us and watching this on YouTube, please make sure that you like and subscribe and hit that little bell down there. And that way you'll get a notification anytime we post a new video. We really appreciate you guys watching the show. We really appreciate all of you subscribers and everybody that's made this show what it is. Thank you very much. You mean the world to us. We really appreciate it very yeah, much. Absolutely. We, we appreciate you guys coming back and, and listening to us blather on.